Is This a Ghost is brought to you by Pickney Bend Distillery. Have you been traveling with a one-year-old and a two-year-old for the last five days and can't think straight? You need Pickney Bend. <laughs> it'll straighten your ass right out. <laughs> it will straighten you out. It'll go. It'll take you so far around the bend that you'll be straight again. And that's um, wait. That's is that quantum the, physics. Is that what the name? Is that the name? Oh my god! It is. It bends you so far. Yeah. It's called the yeah. the the Pickney the Pickney cycle. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that is what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I am I'm grateful for that today. I know Thanksgiving yeah. is over, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm 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 grateful because it has been it's been a, it's been it's been a time. <laughs> And I'm ready to get bent with Pinky Ben. <laughs> I'm ready to bend so hard I straighten out with Pinky Ben. <laughs> Thank you to the good folks at Pinky Ben who make delicious things, including whiskey that um, we haven't received yet. I don't, you know, if you're listening, Tara, um, I know it's the holidays as we record this, and mm-hmm. uh, you're probably pretty busy. But uh, yeah, but it's the holidays for all of us. That's right. Don't forget that we have so... we celebrate as well. So uh, mm-hmm. trying this... to. Awkward, but uh, trying to celebrate. Hard. Yeah, it's getting harder and harder uh, mm-hmm. every day. Mailman shows mm-hmm. up, no picky bin. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, these ads have a shelf life. Mm-hmm. It's true. I'm <laughs> starting to drink some competitive product. Um, I've got uh, some um, $3 pop off vodka here. Oh, and, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and, um, yeah, once I'm done cleaning the floors with it, I'm going <laughs> to sample a little bit. <laughs> Um, if you nope. like making threats um, and enjoying good alcohol that is way too good for cleaning floors, we recommend Pickney Ben for both of those things. <laughs> you can threaten them and enjoy them. And uh, and they're cool with it because they're really nice. And also don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I think that's done. I think that's it. Let's put it in the can. Cut. Cut. <laughs> First no try. need for a take two. Welcome to Is This a Ghost? I'm Clayton Smith, and each week I tell my friend Patrick Dean a real ghost story from real history, and uh, I don't know. I don't think he gets it. I mean, I get it. I don't think I get, you get like it. What you're I don't saying. think you do get it. I just don't. I don't think it means what you think it means. It means That's exactly all. what I think it means, mm. and you don't understand don't. that, and it really makes me question some some uh, friendship decisions that I've made in my past. And here we are. <laughs> uh. I really was sitting here thinking. Maybe I didn't even send the link, and I couldn't remember <laughs> if I had. <laughs> so today is a pretty good day. Uh, clearly, you started the day in a different time zone. Uh huh. Always a fun way to start a day. I got. I counted nine different text messages from Southwest Airlines in a row, telling me that my flight had changed times. <laughs> The first one was just, it was just like, your flight has been changed to, your your flight has been canceled, you've been booked on a later flight that would get us in at like 10 o'clock. And I was like, I don't, absolutely not. We have, yeah we have small, no, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> uh, and so I called them and they were good and they booked us on the earlier one, but then that one changed times nine times. Hmm. Well. So we were just at the airport. Did Eventually it keep- they stopped telling us that it was changing times, but yeah. it kept not leaving. So no, <laughs> technically it, that's a change. Did it keep getting earlier each time mm, well it would go back and forth <laughs> so we 
Now we're delayed. Now we're undelayed. Now we're yeah, minus delayed. That's how it delayed. went for a long time. And the woman who talked to me on the phone, she was like, you, you're you not leaving now until 3.55, but you might want to get there at 2.55 just in case. Um, so we did, and then we left at like 4.30. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It was uh, great. <clears throat> uh, I missed a flight. The only flight I think I've ever missed, I think the only flight I ever missed that wasn't like you know another flight being delayed or whatever, mm-hmm. was... I was leaving Chicago for Fargo, and it was like a nighttime flight. It left at like 8 or 9 o'clock at night. I got there. <clears throat> I was at the gate on time. It was me and two other colleagues, and they were like, oh, your flight is delayed an hour or something. Like that. Okay, well, that's fair. And they said, well, but don't go anywhere. I'm like, well, I look around like, where am I going to go? Yeah, am I going to Am I going to go home? Right. They're like, well, you know, just don't go far. I'm like, okay. And there's a restaurant on the other side of the, like, the, you know, the walkway or whatever. I Too can far. Li- yeah. Too far. <laughs> I, I can literally see the gate. So I go over there and have dinner with my colleagues. And I guess for, like, a 10-minute span, we weren't, like, Hawkeyes on the gate. And the next thing we know, we look over there in the whole gate area completely empty. <laughs> and I walk over there. And I'm like, hey, what happened? Oh, we found an earlier window and left. I'm like... <laughs> You fu- if you, what the fuck are you talking about? They told you not yeah, to go I far. Yeah, and you mm-hmm. went far. Went far. You, they need to do like restaurants do and give you those little mm-hmm. buzzers. Yeah. Like when your flight is ready, it'll buzz and you just come back. <laughs> that would be great. This buzzer only works within the airport. Do not leave with this buzzer. Oh. Man, have you you've traveled with children? <laughs> I, I <Yeah>. well, <laughs> I have gone to great lengths to avoid traveling with children at times as well. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's going to be something we work into the rotation now <laughs> is the avoidance part. Because you know, we were in New York for the last several days, and you know, I love New mm-hmm. York and I love traveling. I love traveling mm-hmm. to New York specifically. Yeah. We have a lot of friends mm-hmm. there. Aaron lived there for fifteen mm-hmm. years. I have visited there so many mm-hmm. times. I love it's where we mm-hmm. met. It's like all the good stuff going yeah. on. Who doesn't love jo- going through JFK? You know, it's just like a beautiful. We went through Laguardia. Ooh, you went through Laguardia. I, Ooh. I gotta say, Laguardia used to be when I was. Dating mm-hmm. Aaron and traveling there like twice a month, it, the the Southwest Terminal at LaGuardia was quite literally it was one hallway. Mm-hmm. There were a few like food stands that were like fruit and snacks, yeah. and there was constantly exposed wiring <laughs> like hanging from the ceiling. Like not joking, and it was the worst experience. I hated it so much. Um, they have redone that terminal. It is. It is quite a glow. Really, up. it is maybe my favorite terminal in the world now. Let me sh- let me. Sh- I'm going to send you um, this short little video I took of Maple today at the LaGuardia Airport. You're just not going to believe it. I do. I I have seen. I've been through LaGuardia's Southwest Terminal before. It it definitely feels like like a crime has just happened there, and maybe <laughs> like you're just waiting for the it police may, to show it up. It could be a it could be a film <laughs> yeah. set for SVU. Uh. Those happen a lot around New York. I don't know, but it, it was garbage. But now it's what the it's amazing motherfucking Asian airport shit is this? What the it's incredible. That is a fountain show, and the water comes from the ceiling and falls into the fountain okay. below with music and now, lights. All right. Admittedly, last time I was in LaGuardia, there was water coming out of the ceiling, but I don't know if it was <laughs> any sort of an exhibit. And there there were lights sparking it uh, in the colors, but those were okay. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's really astonishing, uh, and it's like all the all. It's not just Southwest anymore. It's all a bunch mm. of airlines that are, and it's huge, and it is. It's mm. gorgeous. Um, so 
So congrats to them. Hmm. That was the best part about the trip. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else about the trip was dragging two children through New York City. And you know, I didn't realize until I had to realize mm-hmm. it. Um, this trip that so many of the subway stations don't have elevators Ooh. and so many of them that do are broken all the mm-hmm. time. And so I, and you know, the subways in New York are like, they're not like Chicago where you go down one level and you're at yeah. all the subways. Yeah. It's like, se- it's like a, an apartment building yeah. underground <laughs> where you have to go down like sometimes seven <laughs> levels of stairs and I'm just fucking carrying the stroller downstairs mm-hmm. and up flights of mm-hmm. stairs. And it's just, ugh. Ugh. so, um, it's, you know, it's good to, it's good to, Good to go places and see. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they're not going to remember it, by the way. <laughs> if you told me <laughs> that I had to stay in my house for the next year, I think I would be okay with that. <laughs> did you did you hear that they they did the fusion? Did you hear they did fusion? I have heard no news. Honestly, zero news for the last mm-hmm. five days. Who did fusion? What? Uh, the government, the good people or the bad people, the good guys, the good guys okay. figured out fusion. So they're going to announce something tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Nuclear fusion. That seems a like bitch. a big deal. It's kind of, well, it's like they did, they said they, they created enough energy to like boil eight gallons of water or something like that. Well, that's not well, very much. It's not, no, it's not so much. I could do that by rubbing my hands together. Exactly. But they did it with like a trillion dollars worth of physics equipment. So and instead of splitting atoms, they put them together. Yeah, they mush them together. They mush them together. They mush them together. And it makes it hot, somewhat somewhat hot. They mush hydrogen atoms together, which Mm -hmm. hydrogen, it's like everywhere. And they mush them together. Yeah. And then when they mush them real good, then they they make energy. So are we worried that if they get too good at it, they'll just do all the hydrogen that is everywhere? And then Mm -hmm. um, we'll have a Terminator situation on our hands? So hydrogen is pretty much everything in the universe. So if they use up everything in the universe. That's what I'm saying. But no, what if it's like... They do a chain reaction on accident, and it just all the hydrogen just goes pop, 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 pop. Oh, I mean, you and I aren't going to have to worry about that. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's nice. You're not going to realize. It, it's going to be like that day when they fired up the Large Hadron Collider to make a black hole. Yep. And they were like, this is going to happen at 10 o'clock in the morning, just so everyone knows. <laughs> okay. Thanks. I wish I had had input on this decision, yep. but okay, it's fine. I'm going to uh, put off this project I don't want to do until 1030 this I'm morning. schedule my Just meetings until 1030. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that went great. Or mm-hmm. potentially sucked us into a parallel timeline, um, which would explain some of the ac- actions that have happened. What year was that? Oh, fuck. I think I know what year it was. I was think it 2015? It was, it, it was 2015. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I wonder how the other versions, the original versions of us are doing. Probably, probably riding high. I imagine. They got all the good stuff. Cubs never won in that fucking timeline. God, I would kill for that timeline. It's always good to be like super, super tired on a Monday because you know you're just going to be able to make up all that sleep for the next four days, right? <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. The good oh, feeling. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Mm, it's finals week, though, at my job job. Oh, nice. So you that's nice. To do so that. I, have, yeah. I, have, I have Jack to do. It. So that yeah. is good. I could probably you- nap during presentations and no one would notice. Oh, it's a presentation. You have to like act interested the whole time? No, I have to act like I'm judging them the whole time. So I just have to like, I could sit back and just kind of like squint and oh, really I'll be yeah. sleeping, but they'll be like, oh my God, is this, <laughs> how's this going over? I don't know. And they'll be really nervous. That's, that's, that's a sweet spot. He's so mad. Only one of his eyes is open. Mm-hmm. And now this one's open. Now that one's open. <laughs> oh. um, so that's good. And then I have six weeks of break. 
<laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I get like two days between Christmas and New Year's, and it's mostly going to be like cleaning up after the cat. That's yeah. it. And then Teaching right back to work. college is the best thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, I will say the girls are going to be off daycare for about a week and a half of that. I'm sorry. Four and a half weeks. <laughs> well, I wasn't the- done yet. And <laughs> and we are, you know, this is a big one. We're also going to Disneyland in January. Oh. And we were going to see Aaron's family. We thought. Right. Yeah. But they live at Disneyland. They live near Disneyland. Mm. Um, and children are free at Disneyland until they're three. Correct. I'm aware. Yep. Now, I don't assume that they just like check their IDs or anything because they don't have mm, them. But no. they're probably... They're probably like we don't go to California too much, too often. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We're going the day before Maple's third birthday, mm-hmm. and we thought, well, we should go to Disneyland now and just take the girls because, like, in the next few years, because they're not going to remember it, right? Mm-hmm. If we take them sometime in the next few years, it's going to be an extra hundred dollars each, yeah, you know, for each one over three. So yeah. we just like, well, let's do it now, mm-hmm. see how it goes. I don't know. We're taking yeah. the girls to Disneyland. <laughs> well, so. and, and, and the secret is you take a bunch of videos of them there. Mm-hmm. And then when they're older, you explain to them that they were five. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember? Are you sure you don't remember this? That's so because weird. Like, this is just after your first year of kindergarten. This we was like full two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I just started driving. I know. And that's what's weird about it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go. So, um, so we're traveling again in less than a month. After all this, we're doing it again. No, but you're flying west this time. It's got to be easier. Yeah, it's easier because it's three and a half hours longer. Yeah. So that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At least you you get directs out of Chicago pretty much everywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that is nice. Hmm. That's good. Um, And there we're taking, well, you have a car. So we don't have to like, we don't have to do public transit and Mm -hmm. taxis and things. I've heard driving in Los Angeles is really good. It's it's, uh, it's famously, famously easy and smooth. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that's pretty good. (sighs) God. It's a lot to look forward to. I feel worse now than I did when we started. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's do this podcast. I'm going to take you way back today. Change pace. I'm going to take you back to the year. Nope. I'm going to take you back to the century. (laughs) (laughs) The century of the 17th, which is the 1600s. I tried really hard to find a year on this, and I I did not. Man. Which must mean it doesn't exist, because I, as as that one Apple podcast review will attest, the research on this show is exhaustive, and we stand by that. (laughs) Um, So we're going to do it. We have a story from the 1600s today. And it's in Iceland. And so I'm going to do the best job I can do at the words <laughs> that we're going to talk about today. And uh, I don't. I checked our um, our analytics this morning before mm. before committing to this. And mm. there we do not have a single listener in Iceland. So I think we're oh. fine. <laughs> Thank God. If we do pick one up later on, you're going through, you know, through the, the past episodes, please call us. <laughs> I and or or just assume yeah. that as I do that um mm. in the future we've learned um yeah. how to speak I, your indecipherable language. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Icelandic? I think it's Icelandic. Yeah. Probably. So. We've I definitely so. by this point whenever you're hearing this future mm. Iceland listeners, uh, we've definitely mm. learned what your language is called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If and it's it not probably has, and it probably has way too many consonants in it. It's probably got some some um punctuation marks that i have never seen before <laughs> can only assume runes that's all i got that's all I can think. <laughs> just 
is this one a crow upside down? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so in the 1600s in Iceland, there was, uh, there's this part of Iceland called the uh, Reykjanes Peninsula, mm-hmm. is what I am going with very firmly. It's Reykjanes, do not question it. Mm-hmm. It's a peninsula, which means it has water on three sides. Uh, as I've heard. And this one is a classic peninsula, unlike some of those bullshit islands we had earlier. This yeah. one goes into the ocean. Okay. Yeah, so it's a real deal. They mm-hmm. don't fuck around in Iceland. Uh, so on this peninsula in the 1600s, there lived a woman named Gudrun, whom uh, her nickname was Guna. Sure, that's a short version of, of Gudrun. Word. <laughs> yeah. It is the same number of syllables. It is, in fact, the same number of letters. <laughs> And, and uh, I have no questions. That's fine. Yeah. She lived on a farm on the peninsula. I don't, I guess, as you farm things on Iceland, because famously Iceland is green and Greenland is covered in ice, right? So, I see you've also seen the Mighty Ducks. So, yes. Yes. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Gordon, the Gordon, what's the Gordon, the Gordon, uh, Bombay, that's it, yep, right? Yep, yep. The Gordon Bombay school of thought is that you can definitely farm in Iceland, so this story must be true. <laughs> it's surprising to me this is actually our first Mighty Ducks reference in, uh, what, 32 episodes now? 33? I don't know. It's it's surprising, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I figured one of us would have referenced the knuckle puck at some point that's during definitely. this, and yet, <laughs> Anyway, so Guna was a poor woman. She lived on a farm that was owned by, God, okay. Don't, don't put it in the chat. It's not going to help. <laughs> Owned by Vilhjalmer Jonsson. That's good. That's I. I. I you know what? You I, buy I it, right? You see it. I, yeah. to, I totally buy that. Yep. Uh, he was a wealthy lawyer. Um, that and, that, and that's it. Who like owned farms <laughs> on the side? Like how do yeah. you? In the sixteen, how do you have like multiple gigs in the sixteen hundreds? Everyone's like clawing to survive. How do you do like? Well, he's a good lawyer. Two things. I guess, like, so good he can, like, just not lawyer all the time. He can just kind of, own... What kind of law do you think you're practicing in Iceland in the 17th century? It's ice law. It's disgusting. <laughs> ice law. It's mostly glacier insurance claims. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, uh, and hot spring. Um, mm-hmm. Hot spring. God, my brain is so... <laughs> you're going to do the heavy lifting on this episode because... <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this, but I have been traveling mm. with the one-year-old and the two-year-old yeah. for the last five years in New York City. <laughs> oh. It's got to be hard to be like a it's like like a criminal lawyer in Iceland because you got to figure everybody up there that gets murdered gets murdered with an icicle. That's that's, that's what I assume. Yeah, you know, and like, that's going like, to melt, and you it's impossible to find that like, person. That's literally the first test they give you in like detective school, right? Is there's a dead body on the ground. They've been it's stabbed to death. <laughs> Yeah. And there's a puddle of water next to them. What happened? No one like, will ever know. Go yeah, get a beer. Yeah, Go get a yeah. glog. Yeah. In Iceland, that's like a, like one of the Grimm's fairy tales or something. But like in the rest of the world, that's a, it's a serious case. <laughs> okay. So so I have this ongoing, speaking of this thing, I have this ongoing um, discussion with my friends about what is a, a better murder weapon? Is it an icicle or is it a sharp stick? Mm. Now... I will, I, I'll die on this hill. The answer mm-hmm. is sharp stick because, and here's why. Mm. If you try to murder someone with an icicle, I get that it melts and then, you know, all evidence is yeah. gone, but right. you're not, you're not going to, you're not going to penetrate breastplate with an icicle. Mm. Yeah. You got to go to real soft tissue. 
mm-hmm. if you're gonna go icicle. So you yeah. gotta be you gotta know exact you gotta know anatomy real well. Mm-hmm. Most most your common criminal is not gonna understand where to strike with an icicle. And like mm-hmm. if they do, well, okay, maybe I'll get in your eye. Like, yeah, that would mm-hmm. probably be pretty bad. It could probably make get your brain, but like right. if you see an icicle coming at your face, you're gonna dodge it and I'm gonna hit it on your forehead and it's gonna break and you're gonna be real pissed and I will have no mm-hmm. weapon left. Yeah. That's my thought. And if you stab if you do a sharp stick, that's mm-hmm. got it's gonna go through more places, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you just burn it. I'm saying you just set it on fire. You I put it on know. kerosene, you just burn it, and then it's ashes and that's gone. I know, but like, but like all the natural stuff, like wood, you know, mm-hmm. and um, other natural stuff besides wood. Go on, what it else? Has like, Can you name ha- one other natural thing? Yeah, um, rocks. Checkmate. <laughs> 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 Uh, you know, it has like it has like little particles, you know, and they get on your in your under your fingernails, uh-huh. and then it gets like on your clothes uh-huh. and stuff like that. I've I've seen enough episodes of Forty Eight Hours to know how this stuff gets solved, and so and so they're like, you have you have wood particles on you. You're mm-hmm. a murderer, mm-hmm. correct? And you because live in Iceland. We find the same wood particles inside of the you know the the fleshy bits that you created. Mm-hmm. And on, your on every other person in this village, because you all cut down <laughs> your own trees for heat. Anyway, you're all Just you're saying. all wrong. <laughs> Everyone else is wrong. If you agree with me, please send us an email. Is this a ghost at gmail.com? And if you mm. don't agree with me, I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> if you agree with me, please let me know via five star review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> uh anyway, so boy, where how did we get on that one? Oh, lawyer. He's so a, he's a murder lawyer. Yeah. Probably. So, so Guna lived on the murder lawyer's land. And she farmed the land in order to make money to pay her rent. Mm-hmm. She to the guy she's working for. It's yep, a, it's a bum rap. It okay. is not good. Yeah. Uh, so she's working. She's making a living on this farm, and it's not a very good living. Now the townspeople in this in in Reykjanes Peninsula in mm-hmm. Iceland, they always suspected Guna of being a witch. This was mostly because she had this huge pot in her house and she was always cooking something in it mm-hmm. and no one ever could identify what was in it. That's like that's a common that's a common medieval thing. It's have like like the soup pot going all the time. Yeah, but if it's like that's if very everyone, common. Yeah, that is common. But if you can't identify what's in it, like if you are someone in the seventeenth century, mm-hmm. you're gonna know what soups what soups are available to you. Well, right? Because yeah. you're gonna cook soup all the time. So you're gonna be like there's rabbit soup. There's there's grass soup, mm-hmm. there's Ice icicle soup, soup. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so if if Guna is, ma- is just constantly making soups you've never seen before, mm-hmm. that's a witch. I get I or maybe she's a good chef, you know. Like I I, I wouldn't maybe go on she British knows ba- where the one Trader Joe's is. <laughs> I wouldn't go on like British Bake Off and just start pointing fingers and being like you're a witch and you're a witch and I don't know what the fuck that rolled up thing is and you're a witch. No, you should nice. maybe. No. <laughs> no, old Paul Hollywood would kick me off so quick. Well, Paul Hollywood is definitely a witch or yep. a warlock. I guess is case be. You do not get eyes that are that ice cold, that just gorgeous, gorgeous mm-hmm. clear blue without being a war. That's mm-hmm. those aren't natural. Mm-hmm. Those are a glamour that he mm-hmm. makes for himself with whatever are, potion he's bubbling in his pot. They are like the waters of Reykjanes Peninsula. They really, are. Think, yeah. <laughs> they are just stunning. So he's a witch for sure. Uh, so he gets it anyway. So she had this pot that was always bubbling with weird stuff. So definitely a witch. Now, one day Guna was not able to pay her rent. Her landlord did not like that, mm-hmm. even though he was wealthy and he was a lawyer and he had mm-hmm. lots of, he had many tracts of land. 
he he demanded payment. She didn't have any payment to give him because it had been bad crops. And so he took one of her very few possessions in lieu of payment. Guess which possession he took? Was it the soup? It was it well, maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> was it the soup pot? It was the pot. Oh, come on. With or without soup, I could it, that was not in the research. That's fucking that's so mean. Oh, so yeah. Mean. yeah. Yeah. That's bad. And Guna yeah. she was pissed. <laughs> she I, was yeah. Very I own, angry. I own three things. Yep. I own pot. I own hair. I own icicle. <laughs> <laughs> I own soup in pot. The so she's so mad. And so and like really, this is Iceland. Like, what are you gonna eat without a pot? Yeah. You gotta, <laughs> you're down to carrot the raw carrots and ice. Mm. So she's super mad. And she tells uh Janssen, this landlord. She tells him that she he needs to give that pot back, and she is not going to eat until he gives her her pot back. Hmm. Okay. She's going on a hunger strike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Well, I get, well, I mean, not good for her, but he, you know. Yeah, it not as good because <laughs> uh, he was a real son of a bitch, and he was like, mm. "Fine, fucking starve. I don't care." And she was like, "No, fuck you. I will starve." Uh, <laughs> And Guna did die of hunger. <laughs> oh. She she uh she did starve to death. Hmm. Well on, on the one hand, I gotta say, that level of spite is um <laughs> that's amazing. It's inspiring in some ways. Mm-hmm. It's not like a model I wanna I wanna wanna model my life after, but Right. Um, but like if I had that amount of spite in me, I'd like to think that I would do something that heroic with it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So poor Guna has passed on, mm-hmm. and um, so she's dead. And a few few days later, her coffin is being carried to her gravesite, and some of the men of the village are, are carrying the coffin. When suddenly, all the men carrying the coffin stop in their tracks because something very strange had happened. The coffin, all of a sudden, felt much lighter. It was as if the body inside it had vanished. Hmm. And they were looking at each other thinking, what the fuck just happened? Did you drop her? Did you drop her? <laughs> Is, did you forget to put the bottom in this coffin? And they're looking around their feet. They don't see a body. Has she been eaten by crows? I don't know. <laughs> Let's look. They hear a voice from inside the coffin say, no need deep to dig. No plans long to lie. I mean, that's kind of poetic in... English. I don't know what that sounds like in Icelandic, but you need to leave to do new things learn to leave. I don't think she's the Swedish chef. But. <laughs> it's my closest point no. of reference. <laughs> uh yeah, it's like burying it's it's like burying Icelandic Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. But uh don't dig deep because not gonna be here long. Mm-hmm. Is a translation for uh, okay. for you, for Yankees. Mm-hmm. So that freaked them out. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All, all this seems pretty freaky. Yeah, and they're like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna bury you at regular depth anyway. <laughs> so they, <laughs> they so they did, um, and that was that. I mean, like, if I was in Iceland and there's like volcanoes everywhere, like that's yeah. what it is. it's like. Volcan- like at some point, wouldn't you start throwing the people into the volcanoes afterwards? Just like kind of change the culture a little bit. And be like, yeah, you know what? Digging into like solid basalt or whatever this island is made out of. Kind of sucks. Let's just everyone just, just goes into the volcano now. 
Yeah, yeah. That's uh, actually that the realization they should do that is what um, the movie Joe versus Volcano is. Based I on. was wondering. I was yeah. wondering. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That's why Tom Hanks has that really wacky accent <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> yeah, it would make a lot of sense, but they did not do that. Mm. <laughs> so they, they dug into the frozen hard ground mm-hmm. instead, and they they buried her underneath it. So they think we're all good. However, the pro- so Johnson, the lawyer, mm-hmm. the landlord, mm-hmm. he was a real mensch, and he came, he came to the funeral. He to, came uh, to the funeral. He came to the funeral, dude. <laughs> yeah, and like was, everyone knows what yeah. went down. Yeah, she made a whole thing about it, right? <laughs> like if you if you're doing a spite hunger strike to literal death, you're gonna yeah. let people know. <laughs> so everyone knows, but he went anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that night, he he went back home, and he took a a little shortcut through the forest. On the night he attended the funeral of the witch, he starved to death. Uh huh. Seems like a good idea. I, that, that's the best time for a shortcut through the woods. I really think. Oh, totally, definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the next morning, they discovered his body <laughs> beaten to death. Tons of bruises, <laughs> broken bones, like everything. Puddles was... of water all around him. Stab wounds <laughs> in his chest. Just no one could solve with it. Icicles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's dead. So everyone. The first thing everyone thinks is, this has got to be Guna's ghost. Obviously, yeah, right? clearly. Now, it may have been just robbers, because it mm-hmm. was the forest, and it was not the safest forest, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, slash safest time to be alive. Yeah, well, and he's a murder lawyer, so you got to figure he's put some of these guys away. Right. <laughs> so, so we're not really sure, but a lot of people are like, ah, it's the ghost, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, just in case it was a ghost, his body was brought that day to the chapel Oh, at mm-hmm. yes, Kirkubel. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. That sounds good. Yep. And the minister there was asked uh, to watch the body overnight. Mm-hmm. And what was there... the minister's name? I'm sorry. I actually. So <laughs> I. Every time you gloss over one of these, I'm like, no, no, no. I want to hear the name. <laughs> they did give it, and as I was taking notes, I was like, I'm not even. I'm, no, I'm, this is enough. <laughs> All right, but since you, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to find the. Yeah. I'm going to have my notes. I have the. Original. These are like the show notes of of uh, of copy paste, aren't they? Like Control C, Control V for. No, I feel bad doing that, so I always I retype them in my own words. <laughs> uh, I am a college professor, after all. Mm-hmm. I mean, at see. least for the names, though. Like, the, unless you're going to retype the names phonetically I do, or something. Well, in yeah. this case, I did copy and paste a yeah. lot of the names because... Okay, God. All right, here we go. Uh, so this is from some source material. This is from guidetoiceland.is, which we'll link to mm-hmm. in the show notes. Um, and this is... Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to go for it. Mm-hmm. His body was brought to the chapel at Kirk, Kirkubol. Mm-hmm, right. And do you think G's are always hard G or do you think sometimes it's a soft G? <laughs> if, if, not at the beginning of the word. I would say probably at the beginning of the word, always a hard G, middle okay. of the word, G- toss up. Geasley. G- yeah, okay. Okay. Geasley. You want to put it in the chat? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I do not. I do not. So they went to the chapel at Kirkubul. Mm-hmm. And Geasley mm-hmm. was the minister mm-hmm. at... <laughs> <laughs> oh god there are so many accent marks on this i don't know okay Ut- okay i mean that's short at least yeah 
It, how many, it sounds how many, shorter than it looks. <laughs> how many how many O's it lines through them is in that word? None, but there there are no, two well, vowels good. with with accent marks on them. Ut- how can you have two? How can Utskler. You have two? I okay. don't know. I don't know. I like don't the accents, because you only get to do it once. They're the same accent, too. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so they went to the chapel at Kirkubol, and Geeksley, the, man, the minister at Utskler, mm-hmm. um, he was, and fuck you, by the way, because <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? They asked him to, just in case that this was a ghost, they asked mm-hmm. this poor minister to stay mm-hmm. up all night to guard the body and just watch and see if Guna's ghost mm-hmm. came back to uh, do more damage. Uh-huh. Because like this, I mean, like does this guy have anything else to do. I mean, that oh, I seems a so. little, it's a, I don't know. No. A little, whatever. That's fine. Like wake up in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. you know, Hey, this guy got beaten to death in the woods. Can you stay up with him all night to make sure no more ghosts beat him up? Like, <laughs> this guy's I'm like, not, fuck yeah, I can do that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, that's, totally the, that's the kind of minister I am. I'm the kind <laughs> that guards against ghost witches. <laughs> Everyone knew that if it was Guna's ghost, she would mm-hmm. definitely come back though, because her hatred for the lawyer, I mean, he's famous. You know, yeah. It's of course. So he's going to yeah. back. Mm-hmm. So the minister is like, yeah, I'll, I'll set up with the body. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll guard it. Yeah. And if I'm the minister in this case, I go right the fuck back to sleep. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <You're> like, okay. <laughs> you guys out of earshot and blowing the candles out. We are going right back right back to sleep here. <laughs> so the next morning, uh, the folks come back to the church to uh, to take the body to do whatever pre-prep they need to do for burial. Mm-hmm. And they find the minister exhausted mm-hmm. and covered in bruises. Oh, my gosh. And they are like, what has happened to you? <laughs> and he said he had been fighting Guna's ghost all night long. Oh, my gosh. Trying to keep her away from the body. Now, I am so excited by this story because I do I do not know how you fight a ghost mm-hmm. and win. Because he kept no. a, he he did it. He kept it away yeah. from the ghost. Yeah. He it's, did not fare well. No, no, no. It's it's a it's a defensive battle. When, when you fight a ghost, there's not a lot of offense. You know, it's all defense. Yeah, just trying to trying to outlast that ghost. That's right. <laughs> and he did, which is great. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that it was only he was only allowed to live because Guna was a new ghost, mm-hmm. and so she was pretty weak. Over time, she grew stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. Which I think, again, this is kind of a new. This is a new new idea for me with as far as ghosts go, but I like this a lot. That the longer you're a ghost, the stronger you are as a ghost. Mm, I think okay. it makes a lot of sense. Sure, yeah. This idea actually that like as soon as you become a ghost, you have like, all the powers you have. Like that's yeah. nonsense. Like I never thought about it before, mm-hmm. but it makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah, you got to restart in the ghost world. You're a baby. Mm-hmm. You have little baby fists. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Poof, eh, poof, eh, yeah. These little marshmallow fists. Yeah. Eh, but eventually, poof, you turn eh, into like Mike Tyson, the ghost. Yeah. And you're out here just and you like, really fuck shit up. Yeah. Like punching subway cars off the tracks and shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> and this could be why some of our ghosts are not actually very scary when they're mm-hmm. with their hauntings. Maybe they just don't know they can't do it yet. Yeah. Well, like the 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 the, the Ponta Ponta Pontefract. Yeah. Pontefract? Yeah. Pontefract. Yeah. Dragging yeah. a girl up the stairs yeah. by her hair. Yeah, because he'd been a ghost for like hundreds of years. That's a level ten ghost for yeah. sure. Clearly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um God, this is the this is the movie ghost theory right because when he first becomes a ghost he can't move a penny with his finger uh-huh until whoopi goldberg believes in him and yeah, then he can and, he can yeah, flick he a can, penny 
then he can beat the shit out of everybody. Then he beats yeah. the shit out of that one guy. Wait, who... no, 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 wait, no. Sorry, sorry. Thinking of a different one. <laughs> You're thinking of Roadhouse. <laughs> I <think of> <laughs> <laughs> It's basically uh, the same movie. It's just man. the intro is a little different. God, if I if, if I was a billionaire, I would totally remake oh, Ghost <laughs> and Roadhouse, but make them one movie, <laughs> and that movie. <laughs> would be incredible <laughs> and it would now have to star a ghost because patrick swayze has passed <coughs> god rest his soul who would you cast in that, movie, in that remake oh man i don't know bill Hader is sounding pretty good in that role <laughs> <laughs> and i don't think he turns it down i, I really don't think he'd be more serious uh <laughs> okay so anyway so so goon is getting stronger mm-hmm She's getting so strong, she starts kind of terrorizing the rest of the peninsula. And first, it's just like people are seeing her ghost, mm-hmm. and they are scared by it. And the ghost is, you know, popping up behind them and going boo and stuff. And that's scary. Yeah, of course. But she's getting stronger. And eventually, it takes about three weeks. Um, three she goes, weeks. Yeah, she, has, she gets strong enough after three weeks that she kills Janssen's widow just for spite. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. She okay. shows up in, in Janssen's house and uh, and she murders his widow. So, I, like, I, you know, not to sidetrack this too much, but we don't get a lot of ghost stories here where the ghosts actually commit murders. I think this is the first one. Post-ghost. I, 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 I can't recall another one. And I've been recently thinking, actually, as I was walking through my house, mm-hmm. hearing what may be a ghost, mm-hmm. I was taking comfort <laughs> in... And our learned knowledge that mm. you know ghosts really, as we have as we've presented them here, mm. they're not really that bad. Like some of them will drag you up the stairs by your hair, and that's not good. But yeah. they don't like well, like kill you. Yeah, I mean, like I have three girls, you have two girls. At some point, one of them is going to drag another one up the stairs by her hair, and it's not going to be the end of the world. <laughs> today, you know, I guess it's going to happen. The plane, Ivy was sitting in my lap, and Aaron had her head turned, and I was looking at Maple in the far mm-hmm. seat, so I wasn't paying attention, and I just see Aaron's head go snap back, and she goes, "Ow!" And I was like, "Are you okay? What happened?" And she goes, "Ow!" And she did it again. And she's like, "Ivy's pulling my hair. Will you, will you get her yeah, off you stop. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." <laughs> So that is about as bad as ghosts get uh, yeah. on this show. Until. Until today. Mm-hmm. So, so now, Guna, the witch ghost, fear. is killing people. She killed Yance's widow. Um, the doors in the house, when Yance's widow was found dead, they were all locked from the inside. There had been no break-in. Hmm. So there were no witnesses to suggest it was the ghost, but who else could it have been? Sure, yeah. Oh, uh, so she didn't stop there, of course. One, now that she was very strong, she uh, she really doubled down on her haunting of the peninsula, just terrorizing mm. all the villagers. The hauntings mm. there were so bad that she drove a few of the townspeople to literal insanity. <laughs> like, And they didn't have like a, a mental hospital on the peninsula. So these people were cast out of town <laughs> um, because they had gone mad. And so they kicked them out of town. Um. And she started to abuse people. She didn't go around just, like, murdering everyone. But she Mm -hmm. did, like, beat the shit out of a lot of people. And it eventually got so bad that no one could even cross the peninsula without getting the shit kicked out of them by Guna's ghost. Jeez. Every single person who tried to go anywhere, Mm -hmm. either, like, leaving the peninsula or going through to go somewhere Mm -hmm. else, would just, like, get just, like... Fist, ghost, fist, powerful ghost yep. fists rain down upon them with a with a furious anger. 
Um, uh-huh. So Guna's really, she's really leaning into this whole ghost thing. Sure, yeah. And her whole fury thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone was so fed up, they sought the advice of a priest named... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shut up. And it gets... With the German, with the German names, it got easier the mm-hmm. more whiskey I drank. Yeah. This, this is getting worse. This is getting. I'm getting less confident the more I drink here. I mean, I, I, Icelandic is. I, I think Icelandic is still considered the hardest language on earth to learn. I I'm am learning that sure, right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Icelandic is considered the hardest language on earth to learn. And I yeah. can't imagine 1600s Icelandic was any more straightforward. Than modern day. And having spent at least seven minutes today learning it. It's <laughs> <laughs> so these folks are so angry. They go to a nearby town and they, and I do not know them. Do not fucking ask. I don't know the name of the town. And don't, don't, don't shake your head like you weren't going to ask. It's, it, it's you. probably going to be <laughs> okay. like, it's probably going to be like Iceland City or something like that. And you're going to feel so dumb. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> they, and they, they sought the advice of a priest named Eriker. Mm-hmm. Eriker. I go with the first one. Eriker. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Eriker mm-hmm. was pretty famous for being a drunk. <laughs> and so... <laughs> which which is why they didn't go to him sooner. <laughs> but he was, the, he was the only accessible priest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they eventually had had enough where they were like, we've got to go ask Eriker what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so he was also kind of irascible so he he just he wasn't very nice to people <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, you know it's what you want in a religious leader mm-hmm. uh, he was the whole package but they're like we've got we need help we have to go to someone who knows how to deal with spirits because she is just beating the hell out of everyone who comes yeah. to town <laughs> and we are all bruised and we are all mm-hmm. we have broken bones we don't like it anymore mm-hmm. guna has got to be stopped our tourism industry is in the toilet right now. <laughs> no one comes to see our beautiful ice knives anymore. Mm-hmm. Our hockey team cannot leave the island to compete and in that the junior world. Is going totally <laughs> unappreciated <laughs> worldwide. <laughs> so they go to see the priest, but knowing that he's probably not going to be too keen on helping them, they bring him. A whole Liquor. case full of alcohol. There we go. <laughs> I kind of figured. Yeah. And so the priest is like at first, he's being kind of a jerk and he's mm-hmm. uh, he's refusing to help and telling them good luck. Mm-hmm. Um, then they introduce the alcohol and he's still like, well, this is great. Thank you for the gift. But, you know, mm-hmm. fuck off. Uh, but then they stay and they share some of the bottles with the priest. And the more he drinks, the um, the more amenable he is to the idea that uh, maybe he could help them with the ghost. Mm-hmm. Now. Eventually, he's a few bottles in, he has an idea. He goes into his basement, he rummages around for a while, and he reemerges with a ball of wool. Okay. And he blesses the ball of wool in front of them. He gives it a very special blessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gives it to the townspeople, and he instructs them. He says, you're going to want to th- take this ball of wool mm-hmm. back to your town. You're going to take it. And you're going to hurl it as hard as you can out of town. Okay. You're just going to throw it. You're going to throw it as hard as you can. You don't want it it in your town. Okay. So you you want to go to your town. Well, you could go outside of your town and throw it. I don't know. Okay. He he probably wasn't clear on that. (laughs) 
Are you take it, ball. You throw the ball out of town. I'm going to take a nap. Here's the deal. You want the ball of wool to land somewhere that is close enough to your town that your ghost witch is going to find it, but mm-hmm. not so it's not in your town. So it's not mm-hmm. in your town when she finds it. Right. So you want okay. it to be near, near mm-hmm. the city limits. Okay. Yeah. It's a trap. It's, Classic trap. It's a, cl- yeah. it's a trap. It's a yeah. trap. Mm. He says, throw this ball of wool uh, out near your town. And, uh, and this is going to solve your ghost problem. Mm. And they all think, We've made a mistake. <laughs> We've wasted the wrong person. So much alcohol in this we, guy, <laughs> and he is obviously too drunk. But um, but they they're like, well, we might as well mm-hmm. fucking, we might as well try it. Yeah. We don't have any other ideas right now. Mm-hmm. So they head home back to the peninsula, uh, and they're like, all right, here it goes. And they throw the ball of yarn, the the woolen yarn, as hard as they can out of town, which is you know. It's not that far. It's right, like, yeah. it bounces and it's, it's near it's near the city limits. Um, and they just kind of like wait around and watch. And so that night, Guna's ghost appears again, as it mm-hmm. does almost every night. Mm-hmm. But she sees the ball of wool. Mm-hmm. And for reasons that none of the townspeople understood, but I guess the priest did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she goes over to it. And she picks up the thread, the end of the thread. Mm-hmm. She picks it up. and So there's a ball of wool thread and she picks up. And so when she picks up the piece, the ball rolls away, right? Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Classic yeah. ball of yarn trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pick it so up and she, the ball rolls away. So she, but but she is a person and not a house cat. That, that cor- that's correct, right? Well, she's a ghost. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. She's a ghost now, but not a house cat ghost. I wonder if this has anything to do with uh, the idea of the familiar Mm, okay maybe i don't know maybe that's why cats are familiars maybe cats and witches have a lot in common that we never really never never really uh, investigated and we should start researching this sure do you think if i went to my college and i said hi i'm interested in uh, a tenure position i have a teacher track position i have a really good idea for research it is Mm -hmm. the uh (laughs) the psychological connections between witches and their familiars Mm-hmm. Do you think that would go well? Um, I mean, I think they'd probably give you till the end of the day to leave. <laughs> but um, but uh, I could leverage that. I could yeah, leverage I, it. There's yeah. got to be some college there. It's like, yes, you you are the outside the box thinker that we are looking for. You're hired. Anyway, so there's some, I don't know. So she picks up the ball of yarn and it rolls away. Now, I would also say your wife knits. I can imagine if she sees a really nice ball of wool, she's going to pick it up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It, so let's not like, let's not sure. throw stones here. Mm-hmm. So it picks it up. The ball rolls away. And so Guna's like, uh, so she like starts gathering the wool. Mm-hmm. Right? As she's gathering it, the ball is rolling further and further away. Mm-hmm. Now remember, yeah. this is a, this is a ball of, of yarn that the, the priest has blessed and he's done this special kind of incantation over. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. this is the hand of God now guiding this ball. Mm-hmm. That's important. The hand of God is guiding mm-hmm. this ball of yarn. Do they do the same God or do they have like a bunch of gods up there? I well one that's a so I will say that one source that I read mentioned how this was um, kind of a classic story of the impact of Christianity in Iceland at this time. Mm. If that is the case, then it would obviously be the Christian God. <laughs> I did not see any other. I read five different websites about this, uh-huh. and none of the other ones mentioned this. So um, I don't know. Hmm. They're all one though. It doesn't. They're all the same. I'll say like it's like like drunk priest in the middle of nowhere blessing random things to get people out of his house. 
sure sounds Catholic to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so she's going, and the ball is going away from her, and she's she's spooling, mm-hmm. and she's like obsessed with this yarn. So I don't know if this is like a ghost thing. Like I, it'll be. Uh, I'm going to keep looking for more yarn ghosts because this yeah. <laughs> this is very interesting. <laughs> Because this priest knew that this would happen. And so she's grabbing and grabbing it, and it's it's unspooling faster and faster. It's getting out of control, and mm-hmm. she's, like, gathering it over her wrist and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's becoming a whole thing. It's going away from her. And she keeps chasing after it. Mm-hmm. Now, Iceland, as you have mentioned already, is mm-hmm. uh, chock-a-block with volcanoes, volcanic Absolutely. activity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's basically a huge geothermal field. And there are just tons of, uh, of hot springs and geysers mm-hmm. and volcanoes mm-hmm. and things, right? Sure. One of the hot springs... Uh, that Iceland is so famous for <laughs> is located on the uh, Reykjanes Peninsula. Mm-hmm. And it's actually the largest hot spring on the, on in the whole entire country and all of Iceland, the largest mm-hmm. hot spring is, is, is in this peninsula. Mm-hmm. And it's basically just a massive pool of mud mm-hmm. that is so hot. The steam coming off of it has been measured at 5,700 degrees Fahrenheit. <sighs> Buddy. That is like straight lava going into Earth. Yeah. yeah. Lava, steam, mud. Like, you you don't touch it. You don't go near it. Yeah. How quickly do you think your skin would melt off of your bones at 5,700 degrees Fahrenheit? Instantly, it would, right? It, it, would, yeah, it would come off like a, like a beautiful Thanksgiving turkey. It would just, it <laughs> would just come right mean? off. What like it, you know, like it crispy. Like, it just comes right off, right? The turkey. Uh, off what? Off the, tur- off the turkey. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> The turkey comes off the turkey? I don't know what you're talking about. The skin comes off the... Do you take the skin off your turkey or something? I mean, with my mouth. (laughs) Anyway, that's how easy the skin comes off. Like the skin off of a Thanksgiving turkey. Okay, that's weird. So when you think of of human skin coming off, you think food. That's interesting. And we'll just just move on. It's the only only non-disturbing skin off of body example I can give. So. Uh, So you don't like pork rinds? Oh my god, chicharrones are so good. <laughs> They're so gross. Oh. Anyway, so so that that fifty seven hundred degree mud pool is is there. It's mm-hmm. this constantly boiling pit of mud. Mm-hmm. Guna wasn't watching where she was going, mm-hmm. and the ball again, guided by the hand of God, rolled into this mud pool, and Guna fell in right after it. Oh. You hate and to that, see it, and that kills a ghost. Well, it didn't kill the ghost. Good okay. question. Mm-hmm. Didn't kill the ghost, but it has trapped the ghost. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I don't know. I don't know the mechanics of this. Yeah, is it possible? Is it possible? This uh-huh. is maybe a story that's been made up to keep children out of the boiling mud pit. That's no. kind of what it sounds like to no. me. A little bit. No. A little bit. Any other questions that are so stupid? No, I'm gonna say like if no. if, <laughs> if I if if I'm growing up next to the mud pit, like, and my kids are, oh, can I go play in the mud pit? And I don't have the time to explain to them like the thanksgiving turkey and what 5700 degrees anything like that no you don't have a, time to explain the there's a ghost turkey. in the you mud have the don't time to explain the entire history of guna i don't think so actually you know what it's it's iceland in the 1600s i probably got all kinds <laughs> of time. <laughs> you got nothing about time we've been doing this for an hour now so <clears throat> if you think you'll get that kind of time <laughs> i'm sure if, if, growing if you were growing up in 1600s iceland you're probably desperate to get rid of your day one hour at a time any way that you can. <laughs> That's probably true. But no, I think this one's real. And so Guna falls in. Her ghost is trapped there. It is worth looking into what 
what it is about a boiling hot mud pool that might be keeping a ghost trapped in there. I don't know, mm-hmm. but there's so much there's so much about the ghost, the spirit world that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Almost 100% of it. So <laughs> um so so we're just going to we're just going to take it on faith for now, but eventually I assume this podcast is going to become so popular that we're going to we're going to eventually get some mail from um some people who 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 reach out to the spirit world who who are going to be able to tell us uh, mm-hmm. exactly what what's at play here. That's keeping, you know. Let's hope. Now, today, the mud pool is called Gunavar, which oh, uh, means okay. Guna's hot spring, because the spirit of Guna is trapped in this in this spring. Hmm. Even today, and this is going to refute your whole stupid theory about mm-hmm. being a cautionary tale, you mm-hmm. dummy. When, uh, when cold seawater hits the pool, you know, underground, it steams yeah. up, of course. Sure. We could steam. When steam comes up from this pit, you can still see the figure of Guna struggling to escape her molten prison. You can go to this mud pool today, mm-hmm. and when the steam comes up, you will see inside of it the shadow figure of a woman trying to escape. Now, your face to me doesn't look convinced. I mean, it, it, I mean, if, if that was a real thing, I figure at some point they'd like try and like help her out or something. Why would you, know? you help her out? I, I mean, I, do you? She's struggling she went to get in out. there for a reason. Why would you help her out? You are so she stupid. Has, she you has are so dumb because she has unfinished business. Because she there's something she still needs to do. But she's not leaving the steam. <laughs> like keep her in the steam. Mm-hmm. You so you, it's like you're a Ghostbuster and you set mm-hmm. the trap mm-hmm. and you suck the ghost into your trap into whatever mm-hmm. dimension mm-hmm. that is. Right. You don't let the ghost out of that trap. You keep the ghost in there. That's the whole that's point. Cause, that's because it's my trap. This is like, it's like in the middle of a field somewhere. That's uncontrolled. It has been controlled for 400 years. <laughs> that's not good enough for you? Mm, also, okay. if you'll remember from Ghostbusters famously, that mm-hmm. trap was not very well controlled because <laughs> one dumb redhead idiot went in there <laughs> and reversed the whole thing. And that's the whole point of the movie, Patrick. So you, uh, God, you've never seemed dumber on this podcast than you do tonight. I, I hope you're ashamed of yourself. That's the first one. That was the first one, right? Where he did that. Oh, oh, oh really? Oh, now we're not sure which one's the now first we're not sure, one. But here's what I'll say. When I was in New York, I stayed... Two blocks from the Ghostbusters building. Oh, from the firehouse? Yeah. Cool. I took pictures of it. Do you want to see it? I'll send you one. Right uh, yeah, nope. sure. I'll send you Why one. not? Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you want to see it. It has Ghostbusters signs on it, <laughs> which is <laughs> awesome. There you go. Oh, that, they put they put the sign in the front? Oh, come on. Yeah, of course they put the sign in the front. I mean, well, okay. It's so you know who you're going to call. They also spray painted. You can see the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. The... <laughs> um. Anyway, you'd make a terrible Ghostbuster, and I would make a great Ghostbuster because I know the value of keeping them in a prison that is uh, that's doing a really good job of holding them. And that is the story of uh, of Guna, the witch ghost of Iceland, who still haunts the island. And if she ever does get out of there, I hope she comes for you first because you <laughs> you've been so disrespectful of of, uh, of this story. I think you you deserve it. If you're liking this podcast, despite Patrick's total disdain for it, then <laughs> please consider going and rating or review it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, as we've been saying the last you know few times here, uh, it's amazing how many folks are listening to this podcast. I hope you haven't been put off tonight by Patrick's bad ideas about letting ghosts free. Um, go rate and review it. Go tell your friends. And if you want to tell Patrick how stupid he is for wanting to re- help Guna out of 
the uh, Icelandic mud pool, that's mm-hmm. going to be, you leave a five-star review, and then in your comment, you you say how stupid that was for Patrick, and that's how he's going to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Or you can leave a five-star review and say that you are Team Patrick, and you are a team releasing ghosts from the mud ball. No, who's going to do that? No. You're saying that can't same. be possible. All right. So if you're okay, this is good. So we're gonna see we're gonna see which listeners are what. You go if you're listening right now and you have not done a five star review on uh, Apple Podcasts, do it right now and you tell us which team you're on, Team Clayton or Team Patrick. Do you think that Guna's ghost should stay locked in this place where she's been very safe and not hurting anyone finally for 400 years, or do you think your Team Patrick, who is so stupid, and we should release Guna into the world again so she can just murder people uh, and be our fr- I, again? We just talked about how she's the only murdering ghost we've ever covered. You just mm-hmm. want to release the other, the only ghost <laughs> who's ever murdered someone. You want her back out in the world? Not in the world. This in Iceland. <laughs> well, this is why we don't have any listeners in Iceland because <laughs> of your casual attitude toward their mortality. Uh, it'd be ironic if we get like one listener in Iceland and then Guna murders him, and I'm like, oh no, yeah. no, it wouldn't be ironic. One. Be totally expected, you monster. Um, hey, and if you have better ghost stories than this one, <laughs> then you can send them to isthisaghost.com. Go to that website, and there's a whole spot where you can suggest your own ghosts. And uh, if it's if it's good, we'll do it. And I'll tell you, some of the ones we do aren't hard to beat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so roll the dice, and uh, and maybe you'll hear your ghost on Is This a Ghost? Any final thoughts, Patrick? No, just looking forward to meeting uh, uh, Guna. So I'm just going to remember. We'll see what gonna, happens. I'm going to cut that out and put it separate mm-hmm. and make you remember every day that you said that. I have so many balls of yarn in this house. She doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> Now, Iceland, as you have mentioned already, is mm-hmm. a chock-a-block with volcanoes, volcanic Absolutely. activity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's basically a huge germothiel. <laughs> it's basically... <laughs> take two. No, take two. <laughs> it's basically a huge germo... <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even one of the Icelandic names. Come on. <laughs> I gave all my brain power to pronouncing Eichjör. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically a huge geothermal field. And Is there <laughs> And there are just tons of uh, of hot springs and geysers mm-hmm. and volcanoes mm-hmm. and things, right? Sure. One of these hot springs that the island uh ice <laughs> fuck. <laughs> well, good night everybody. <laughs>